in addition to the relational, the social emotional piece that Big Brothers Big Sisters focuses on, we're ensuring that if they need help in the academic space that we have through this partnership tools and resources that are there that can really be impactful. I think what makes it such a beautiful partnership is that with the Luminous Minds curriculum, we also embed a lot of character development, life skills, and social emotional learning into our reading activities. So it really goes hand in hand with the great work that Big Brothers Big Sisters is doing. Welcome to the Nonprofit Podcast Network. Our purpose and passion is to highlight a nonprofit organization in each episode, giving that organization an opportunity to tell their story in their words to better inform and educate the respective communities they serve, as well as provide one more tool for them to share their message to constituents and donors. Hi, I'm Jeff Holden, Principal of MultiPoint Content Strategies and Hear Me Now Studio. We provide this forum pro bono to help build stronger communities through shared voices and to both encourage and support the growth of local nonprofit organizations through podcasting. According to the National Assessment of Educational Progress, roughly two-thirds of U.S. children are unable to read with proficiency, and an astounding 40% are essentially non-readers. Hold that thought as we enter into one of the most progressive combinations of support between two regional nonprofits and a for-profit company to better serve our teachers, students, and children who may be most likely to fall between the cracks in gaining those most valuable reading skills. My guests today are Brenda Frazier, Jacob Peterson, and Chandra Routon. Brenda Frazier is a graduate from the University of Arkansas with a degree in business and has worked in the nonprofit community for over 40 years. Since 2013, Brenda has served as the CEO for Big Brothers Big Sisters of Northern Sierra, pairing adult mentors who serve as positive role models, friends, and advocates with children aged 3 to 18. The Big Brothers Big Sisters team serves over 250 children a year in El Dorado, Placer, and Nevada counties. Jacob Peterson is the CEO of Big Brothers Big Sisters of Greater Sacramento. He has spent his entire career in the nonprofit industry, either as a CEO or in development. He is keenly interested in using collaboration with others for innovative solutions to supporting those in need, and this is where our typical conversation takes a twist. Enter Chandra Routon, founder of Luminous Minds. As a passionate educator and teacher and a lifelong learner for over 24 years, she graduated from Fresno State with a master's degree in educational leadership and administration. She continues to lead teacher development trainings and workshops to help other educators improve their practice and learn about evidence-based practices incorporating the elements and findings in the science of reading. We're going to hear how this somewhat unlikely collaboration is poised to change lives for students in the framework of Big Brothers Big Sisters by ensuring their ability to read to help them thrive to meet their fullest potential. Let's get started. Brenda, Jacob, could you give us an overview of the Big Brothers Big Sisters program? You know, who it serves, how the children become what's called a little, as well as how one becomes a big brother or a big sister. Absolutely. Big Brothers Big Sisters, as many know, has been around for a long, long time. We're based off of national service delivery model that connects positive, caring, consistent adults in the community to serve as bigs or volunteers with a little 
or a youth in our community. And they're there to help kind of be a guide, a support, and to help them on things like academics, social, emotional well-being, and making sure that they have what they need to be successful in life. The children come from all backgrounds. We serve a lot of kiddos that are in single-parent homes, parents who have been incarcerated, kids that are suffering from homelessness or food insecurities, but we also have a wide variety of kids that have really active and involved parents. So it's it just depends on what their needs are as to how we have our bigs support those kiddos. The bigs are adults ages actually 16 and up. I have a big in my program that's 87 years old. And they are selected just because they are kind, caring individuals and they have like kind interests with the kiddos and they're able to support them and advocate for them and just be a friend and a pal. And it's a lifelong relationship in many cases. What an incredible amount of experience the 87-year-old can share with a little. That's a real big Absolutely. Absolutely. Instead of getting a, a big brother, he almost felt like he had a big grandfather. But at the same time, there was so much that they had in common that that big has been able to share with him throughout the years. And they've been a match for a very long time. It's just a beautiful thing to see that relationship build and grow and continue on. What's the spectrum of ages for littles? We serve children ages 6 to 18. We have one program that we actually go a little bit earlier than that, but it's, it's kind of a unique program. And, and it, I think it's worth mentioning, too, they can continue on, as Brenda mentioned, many of them do well beyond the age of 18. That's just really what we consider and kind of keep track of as part of Big Brothers, Big Sisters. But what always fascinates me is, you know, we ask people for a one-year commitment minimum from our bigs. And many go, I mean, decades long meeting with their littles because they really form that bond and that relationship. And it really grows and evolves over time. I can certainly appreciate that too, especially if you've been with them for their most formative years. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely really close in those relationships. The kids become bridesmaids and best men for weddings and bigs become best men's for other people's weddings. It's, it's just a beautiful thing to see that relationship build and grow. How does a child end up getting into the program to begin with? We have a referral system. Anybody can say this child needs a little additional support. It's never a bad thing for an adult to to wrap their arm around a child and, and believe in them. So any child is eligible, but the schools refer a lot of our kiddos. Parents refer the kiddos. Parents, guardians refer the kids to our program just because they feel like they need that additional support. It could be because they're having behavioral problems or academics, or it could be, like I said, a single parent home where mom believes that a child would benefit from a positive male role model in their life. Chandra. Let's let's get to you because you're the the third party in the conversation. And, and this is where I think it's a little bit interesting because you represent a program called Luminous Minds and you've connected with Big Brothers, Big Sisters. First, if you could explain what Luminous Minds is and then the program that's specific to the Big Brothers, Big Sisters program, and then how you got connected with this organization and Jacob and Brenda. Yeah, absolutely. So Luminous Minds serves as an educational website and early learning platform. We work with districts, schools, nonprofits, after-school programs, and we provide supplemental, standard-aligned, research-based 
reading resources. So we are working with districts and schools nationally to close our existing achievement gaps and really give kiddos the right resource content and tools in the early years when they need it the most, really working on solving our nation's literacy crisis. So learning about the great work that Big Brothers Big Sisters is doing, matching students in need with a very positive mentor role model, we saw an opportunity here to really blend our programs together. And we have developed a program titled Lumi Pals. Mm -hmm. Lumi Pals is a literacy-based mentorship program. And we have kind of another partner involved in this where we're working collectively with schools and districts to bring this program into schools to support as many students as possible in our communities. Luminous Minds is in the school systems already, correct? Correct. We're working with many schools and districts. Okay. So continue on on the, the, the Lumi Pals, how the connection came from, which I understand is a little bit of fortuitous, you know, organic in its origination. Walk us through that. Yeah, yeah and, and maybe I'll, I'll start and because it, as you mentioned, it, it happened very organically. You know, Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Sacramento, we had a board member who was a mutual friend, was connected with Luminous Minds. We had expressed that a lot of schools were reaching out to Big Brothers, Big Sisters saying we need more help in our classrooms. Of course, following COVID, reading literacy we know is is a huge issue still today. And this person said, I know exactly who, who you need to meet. I, wa I want to introduce you to Chandra. And so we sat down and had an initial conversation and I was really just blown away by the, you know, curriculum that she and her team has been able to put together. That's very interactive. A lot of the activities and, and things of how they help youth specifically around reading literacy. I think we both walked away from that meeting going, this could be a really cool fit. Big brothers, big sisters helping to further, you know, the curriculum and making sure that the youth who are using the curriculum have somebody walk, sitting down, walking through it with them if they don't have a parent at home or even if they do have a parent at home. And also for us, making sure that in addition to the relational, the social emotional piece that Big Brothers Big Sisters focuses on, that we're ensuring that if they need help in, in the academic space, that we have through our this partnership tools and resources that are there that can really be impactful. Yeah, and I think what makes it such a beautiful partnership with the curriculum and the program is that with the Luminous Minds curriculum, we also embed a lot of character development, life skills, and social-emotional learning into our reading activities. Mm -hmm. So it really goes hand-in-hand -hand with the great work that Big Brothers Big Sisters is doing. So we, so we started with, we created what we call Lumi Pals, and what Lumi Pals is is a site-based literacy mentorship program where we're matching a vetted and qualified big mentor with a best fit little, as Brenda shared, they share similar interests, sim similar personalities, and they meet at the Littles Elementary School campus one hour per week in these weekly guided sessions. Half of that time is spent working on the student's reading proficiency and literacy, utilizing the Luminous Minds curriculum, and then the other half of that time is building life skills, growth mindset, character development, having courageous conversations, building relationships, building trust. I'm going to circle back just a little bit. There's a, I'm sure there's some data on literacy in schools and the progression of a student from kindergarten, second to third. And if they aren't reading by some point, well, 
just the challenges that they faced. Could you share a little bit about what we know in the significance of literacy? Yeah, absolutely. So decades of research all have told us that if a child is not reading to proficiency by or before third grade, that they are four times less likely to not graduate and drop out. There's and that's cor- just to high school. Just to high school. There are correlations to going into prison, going into a life of crime. These students really struggle and they end up developing more behavioral challenges that we see in the classroom and at home. So all of the data tells us, you know, they they identify this as this, they call it a, you know, make or break here. And I don't really like that identifier, but there's just such an importance to provide primary age students the right resources, content, and tools and give them support to make sure that they are reading to proficiency by this third grade benchmark. So this fortuitous meeting leads us to two great organizations, the Northern Sierra chapter and the Greater Sacramento chapter. But there's really another party involved in this, and that is the schools, you know, and the the teachers and the students in the school system. And we know they're so challenged to get everything done that they need to get done. In this case, the children you serve may fall into some of those literacy challenges that the schools have. But how do the two come together? How does it happen that you know, the bigs end up supporting the Lumipals program in the school system because they're certainly not equipped to be responsible for the education of the students. What does that look like? Well, the schools can refer a child to the Lumipals program. The schools, obviously, through their testing systems and, and the behaviors of the kiddo in school, in class, a teacher can then identify that child as somebody who would benefit from such a program. Big Brothers Big Sisters, that's their volunteers that we call bigs, that want to spend their time with, with a child. And a lot of them specifically want to be involved in literacy. They like reading to kiddos. They like helping them learn to read. That is their thing. So what we do is we vet those folks. And when I say vet, they go through a background check, DOJ, FBI, back fingerprints, all of those. And we do an assessment of what their backgrounds are, what their interests are, so we can best fit them with a child that has similar backgrounds and interests. That makes a good match. So while they work with the kiddo in school, we then match them, what we call a match. We match them. They work with the kiddos in school and use the curriculum that Lumi Pals has created or Luminous Minds has created. And then beyond that, they can maintain that relationship well beyond that year's worth of curriculum. And that's our hope and goal is that these mentors and these, the bigs and the littles will stay as a match and continue that relationship. So this mentors can indeed be that positive role model for a child that has a behavior issue, has academic issues, has has needs, other needs in the home or or just social, emotional learning issues. So that's that's our goal. And really, to me, it's it's taking the best of both worlds. You know, it's taking the evidence base, you know, what Big Brothers, Big Sisters does best, which is create those meaningful, long-lasting relationships. And it's combining it with a curriculum and resources and tools that are the absolute best when it comes to reading literacy and us basically all joining forces and saying, 
what if we put these two things together? You know, how far, how much of an impact can we really make? And I think that's why we're just so excited about this because it helps big brothers, big sisters, because, you know, we know that, yes, we're helping this child in all the ways that we typically would help this child, but we're adding this other component for kids who specifically have a need in reading literacy, which we also know is so critical, but we're not the expert in. And it also is helping luminous minds as well, because, you know, as I mentioned before, the curriculum and the activities and the tools and the resources are great. But what happens if you don't have a child or if you have a child that doesn't have somebody who maybe can sit down and kind of walk them through, especially for the the youth who maybe need a little extra care and support? We have that piece at Big Brothers Big Sisters. And so how can we leverage the relationships that we're establishing through our program and combine it with the incredible tools and resources that Luminous Minds provides? So I'm going to have a two-part question here. First, a little bit of a, a statement just from an observation of what we know to be the scholastic system right now and the challenges that our, our schools and teachers have. You know, we, we've got a third party in the process. That's the school. And the schools seem to be the greatest beneficiaries here because they're getting a program that they have no investment in. And I mean material cash investment. They have no burden on the teachers they have a third source resource in the bigs that will work with the children that are in the program. So in the grand scheme of things, as we're looking at that, who is it that gets to be a part of the Lumipals program? How are those students identified that, okay, you get to participate in this? Students are students are referred, of course, by the principals, the classroom teachers, and they're often chosen on you know need. So they might have an academic need. They might really need support in reading. Their reading achievement is not meeting grade level standards. So we can bring this program and help them with that. They might have behavioral challenges. They might have low self-esteem. They might be struggling at home or in the classroom or need to work on cooperating and and playing nicely on the playground. I mean, they, they can come from different types of buckets, but they are often chosen and referred by school support staff. And does it pose an issue? Let's say the children are referred, but do you have bigs to match up to the students that get referred? We have some bigs, but one of the reasons we're here today is to make this program, make people aware that we really are searching for bigs. And they have the opportunity to change literally the life of a child in an hour a week. It doesn't take a lot of time for this program. They can get together with a kiddo one hour a week. So we are looking for people and we we are really interested in recruiting as many volunteers for this program as we possibly can because there is such a need in our schools. And the teachers are overwhelmed, quite frankly. I mean, the teachers can't take the time to sit down and and work with a student individually as, as I'm sure they wish they could. Parents are overwhelmed. Sometimes they just don't have the capacity at home to work with a child. Maybe they have five kids in the house and, and they don't have time from their short period of time that they get home from work and they're putting everybody to bed. They don't have that hour to carve out. This is just a benefit for everyone involved. But we do need the bigs and we need their support and we need the support of the schools because we can benefit them as well. And I, I assume, Brenda, you're speaking 
for northern Sierra as well as greater Sacramento, right, Jacob? Same situation. Yeah, yeah we're, we're always in need of bigs as well. You know, and the thing I was going to add is, you know, who can be a big? Really, anyone can be a big. You know, I, I have people all the time who say, oh, I don't I don't think I have the special skills or talents or abilities to, to really fill that seat. And, you know, for me, as long as you can show up, you know, consistently in that child's life, if you can listen, you know, via listening ear, if you're willing to share kind of your own guidance and, and your own thoughts, anyone can be a big if, if they fit that. And it's incredible how impactful it can be just by showing up. That's really what we right. what we need people to right. do is being willing to just show up for these kids. Right. We I, provide the tools, the resources, the everything else you would need to be successful in exactly. that role. Exactly. And, 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 I, I oftentimes tell people, just reimagine your time. How do you spend your time currently? If if you take your dog for a walk, take a kiddo with you. You know, get, maybe they love pets and they don't have the opportunity to have a dog at home. Or maybe they love cars and you're washing your car that day. Get the kid to help you. I mean, what a benefit is that for everybody to share that experience? Just reimagine your time. So, yeah, I think that anybody can be a big. You're absolutely right. Six to 87 years old. Right. Right. 16 to 87 years old. And you mentioned an hour in a week. So the Lumipels program would be an hour a week for that particular student in the program. And and there's there's a grade level cut off on the Lumipels. What is the Yeah, so just talking about the data that we were speaking about, we are focusing on students kindergarten through third grade. Okay. And so let's say we've got a school and the school is at a geographic location wherever they may be. Do the kids come to a place? Do the bigs come to the school? How does how does that work? Is it is it a convergence of bigs to the school on a given day on whatever that that day is, and eight students come out and there's eight bigs? How how does that look? How does that work at the campus? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We do. It, this is a site based school, and what we would do is have those eight kiddos come out of their class during lunch hour, maybe, or time carved out, depending on what the school's needs are. But the bigs go and they work together. The beautiful thing, I think, too, about Luminous Minds is sometimes, as Jacob mentioned, people are really hesitant to be a big. They just, they're not sure if they can do it. This takes away all the awkwardness, all the, hey, here you go. Here's your new little go be friends, be pals, lifelong buddies. That's tough. That's a lot mm-hmm. of pressure sometimes on a big brother or a big sister with luminous minds. They have a curriculum that they can go, and then it's very organic. That relationship builds from there. But to answer your question, Jeff, yes, they just all go to the school and, and they work together for that hour and usually at lunchtime. And it's it's just a very short period of time. Yeah, we've, we've had, usually, as Brenda shared, it is that lunch hour, and we have a couple of districts now looking at running this in their after-school program because we we have this ELO funding in California that's supporting these great after-school programs. ELO? ELO is? Expanded Learning Opportunities. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Me and my education acronyms uh, all right, the time. Right. <laughs> but that's that's wonderful, too, because in those after-school programs, it's often not credentialed teachers. So it's care providers with the best intentions, but sometimes they're very overwhelmed. You know, they have 30-plus students after school, after a full day of learning that they're trying to manage, get to do homework, participate in activities. And so we can bring this site-based program 
and have those bigs pull those littles out and work with them in a in a separate area for one-on-one attention and support. What is the material or what does it look like for a big who's working with a little on campus when they come out? What is it they would do? Do they have some course material or are they just asking questions and supporting? What is it that's that's happening on that end? And then consequently, back in the school, what happens? Sure. So we, a beautiful thing about this program is a customized binder is created for each little in Lumi Pals. Let me back up a little bit. There is an optional pre-literacy assessment that we offer to give so we can really identify what the academic needs are for that child. And in some cases, the schools are even sharing school-wide assessment you know, with us so we can really individualize this year of academic support. So we customize lesson plans using the Luminous Minds curriculum. It's all in a binder, making it very easy for the big. The big is very well mm-hmm. supported. The bigs also retrieve, receive training, not only from BBBS, but from Luminous Minds as well, before they launch you know, their first session. And what that session typically looks like, a quick example, so it might be the big and little are having lunch together. They've created a fun handshake. They do a handshake together. They build a positive affirmation card. The more I practice, the better I get. And they're going to use that statement throughout the session. And then the first half hour, they participate in a reading literacy activity. It can be multi-sensory, maybe a game, a lesson, a learning mat, hands-on activity, a worksheet, something that would match that student's need. And then the second half of the hour is all building those social-emotional skills. So that could be the student is having trouble shouting out in the classroom or cooperating, working in groups. So we're going to really work on the life skill of team building. We're going to practice taking turns. We're going to practice being patient. And so they participate in those types of activities for the second half of the session. We need a Lumi adult pals. We do. (laughs) In many cases. (laughs) We work really well. Where are we presently with the program with the organizations? Well, we are in a few schools in Nevada County right now. I think we're we're venturing into Sacramento and into El Dorado counties. Our greatest need at this point, we, we can go into the schools, but our greatest need is really the volunteers to be the bigs to help with this curriculum. So we that's where we are. So we've had a situation where the schools have accepted. They're absolutely bought in. They're ready to have children for the program. And it really is now just the necessity of the bigs to support. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And in greater Sacramento, we are having conversations currently with school districts, with partners who are interested in this program. We're, We're starting to find a lot of interested folks and we're excited to, our plan is to launch this upcoming school year. And so we're solidifying basically who those school partners are. In Sacramento, we're, we're probably in a little unique situation because for a lot of our school-based programs, like many other chapters, ours, our school-based programs went away during COVID, like many Big Brothers, Big Sisters mm-hmm. chapters. And we haven't really been able to successfully pick that back up to date. But that's why we're really excited about this year getting to kind of relaunch a lot of those school partnerships. And I couldn't think of a better way to do it than this particular program. Exactly what I was going to say. What an opportunity to re-engage the school system right. than by bringing them something that they right. have 
no extra work to do yeah. and is a great benefit Absolutely. because if I'm not mistaken, they do get, there's a, there's a state mandate that they have to have a certain performance level, correct? And I don't know if that's a monetary or just a certification type thing. Chandra, do you know? Yeah. So, you know, we help solve a lot of problems for Mm -hmm. schools and districts, for sure. And to your point, I mean, schools are held accountable for their testing scores, right, for their uh, reading achievement, math scores, Mm -hmm. literacy. So we're able to come in and bring this great program to, of course, number one, most importantly, help children, but help schools with their reading scores. But on top of that, you know, we've got as we were talking about, just a shortage of teachers, right? A teacher shortage. Teachers are burnt out. They're dealing with so much in the classroom, especially coming out of COVID. So this program is also providing a lot of relief for teachers. You know, we're helping manage behaviors, helping with some of the students that really need one-on-one extra reading support that teachers can't provide in one teacher with a classroom of 30 students. We're also helping schools, you know, with attendance. Attendance is a big marker, target, a goal that schools are trying to improve. And I know that does mean money to the school. It does mean money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Schools get per pupil funding per day for attendance. So we are, you know, students look forward to meeting with their big and their match every week. And we're even working with school leaders to bring in attendance incentive programs with Lumi Pals to help with that too. Is this the only program of its type where you've got this marriage with big brothers, big sisters in the country? I don't know of any others. I think we're cutting edge, Jacob. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Two. The three of you. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I really don't think that Lumi Pals exists in any other Big Brothers, Big Sisters affiliates across the nation. We can be the first. We'll pilot this the for first. them. Well, wouldn't Not be a great beta to say yeah. absolutely. what's happening for all the organizations involved and to the greatest benefit the children. Right. Who, who Absolutely. That's the way many of our programs at Big Brothers Big Sisters get started is that one affiliate will start a program that is really beneficial to the kiddos and gets people involved or beyond mm-hmm. school walls or Bigs in Blue or sports buddies programs. All of those were were sort of beta tested in different affiliates. And, and we have picked many of those up because it is so incredibly important to the kids to see those diversified needs and experiences that the bigs have to share, have and want to share. Mm -hmm. So it's really very beneficial. So maybe we can take this nationwide. That'd be great. Yeah. I was going to ask, what do we need to do? But it sounds like we need to engage bigs. Really the essence right now is getting bigs. So for those listening, maybe they aren't the big. What can they do to further perpetuate maybe somebody to to get involved with the organization how would you suggest that happen you know it, it's it's so easy i know it sounds intimidating but it is so easy to be a big brother or a big sister. If you have a kind, caring heart, that is all you need because you have life experiences. So I would I would say to them, as I said before, reimagine the time that you spend alone and put a kiddo in that place and see how easy it could be for you to spend time to be a big brother, big sister. They can call us. They can go to our websites. They can Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, all of those places. Mm -hmm. It's just so easy. And if they themselves don't believe that they have the time, maybe they have somebody in their life that they think would be a great mentor or role model for a child. 
Yeah. Sharing, sharing this message, you know, share, hopefully share sharing this podcast, you know, make helping us get the word out because this is a new program. Not many people know it exists because we're, mm-hmm. we're still in the early stages of that. And so just by making people aware of what we're trying to do is a big help as well, even if you can't be a big sharing that, you know, message with the community and getting people to to start thinking about it and how they might be able to play a role in it is extremely helpful too. Yeah. And just to add to that, I think we also would really appreciate to sharing this message, sharing this podcast. We are active in schools and districts in Nevada and Placer, but we are launching in Sacramento next year. And we'd love to connect with more districts and be able to bring this program to more schools throughout greater Sacramento as well. Yeah, I think that's a great point to the to the extent that we need the bigs. That's one thing. But we would also like to educate the the teachers and the school systems who maybe aren't familiar, maybe yeah. just heard about it, don't know anything, share the podcast to, right. to the point of just information, mm-hmm. to just get it out there and say, this is an opportunity where the schools win. And we all know that our schools are so challenged. Every parent sees it. Parents, in many cases, as you mentioned, Brenda, can't help. They're too busy. They've got other things going on. And especially in those those challenged households where it's maybe a single parent, that really makes it difficult. But if there's an awareness and there's a demand, even the teachers could share and say, hey, we're looking for some bigs. If we could get a big associated to this, we could serve this many more children. We've got X number in these grades mm-hmm. from kindergarten to third grade. Then here's what we're looking for. We need seven. And they could look for volunteers that way, which would then fuel back to the big brothers, big sisters. Yeah. And and you never know how that will kind of perpetuate. You know, exactly. one of the school districts actually that, that we're talking to now, the conversation started with a parent who was just being an advocate for their child and and recognizing that they didn't really have enough programs to support the students at their particular school. And this parent took it upon themselves to, you know, advocate to the school and and get the principal's ear on this. And mm-hmm. the principal then, you know, went to this, the district and said, hey, this is something that I feel like would be beneficial to our kids. So you never know kind of how just sharing that message, no matter who you are, even if you don't work at a school, can really capture people's interest and and allow people to become aware and also figure out, is this something that makes sense for us? And if so, let's start with a conversation. That's how this all began. Mm-hmm. And it's as simple as just somebody saying, I, I've got a caring heart, to your point, Brenda, at any age, 16 and older, and older. for an hour a week. Mm-hmm. Right. It's It's not a big commitment. What do we waste time doing, you know, right. an hour a week? Yeah. To that, watch that, that could be next better. episode of Netflix <laughs> or whatever your serial of choice is. Right. And think of a great opportunity. This is a great opportunity, I think, for our high school bigs as well to be able to help a child with their literacy and build that lifelong friendship. But it also helps the high school big as well for, with organizational skills, time management, their resumes, just just having that on their resumes that say that they were a volunteer for Big Brothers Big Sisters for so many years. It, it builds a lot of character in them as well, builds their self-confidence, their resilience. So I, I think, you know, any age can do this, any age. We need to get this as a, you know, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts badge. 
in some right. way, shape, that's or form. Right, that's a great idea. Let's pull them in. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if people want to get a hold of any of you, could you share the best way to reach out and identify where they should go? Sure. If you are in Nevada or El Dorado counties, or I guess it's North Placer, you can call Big Brothers Big Sisters of Northern Sierra. And our phone number is 530-626-1222. Or you can go to our website at bbbsns.org. In Greater Sacramento, if you're in the Greater Sacramento region, which for us is South Placer, Sacramento, Yolo, Yuba, San Joaquin counties, all that included. Is that all? Our website. No, we, I can keep going. <laughs> it's a huge territory. <laughs> but we, we would love to interact with you. We would love to have a conversation with you. Our website is bbbs-sac.org. You can reach out to us anytime through that website. And Chandra, I'm going to ask for yours as well, even though you're the commercial side of this thing, and this is the Nonprofit Podcast Network, only because the novelty of what you guys are doing is so unique and the way it serves our communities is also so unique that I think people need to understand what it is. How do we understand more about LumiPals or Luminous Minds and what that program really provides for our schools? Because as taxpayers, we're putting this money in and- we need to get that back in return through the education of the children and not burdening the system and not burdening the teachers. And since you are a relief to that, I think it's a, a huge deal. So how do people find out a little bit more about Luminous Minds? Yeah, absolutely. would love to have a conversation and share about our educational partnerships with any listener. You can reach us, reach me personally at 916-996-7322 or send me an email, Chandra, C-H-A-N-D-R-A, at LuminousMindsInc.com. And also feel free to contact us through our website, LuminousMindsInc.com. And we'd just also like to add, you know, we've been talking about all the people that, that win with the Lumi Palace program. Who really wins is our children, right? Mm -hmm. our, our children win and benefit from this. Every child deserves the right to read. Every child deserves to know that they are valued and loved and cared for and have a positive mentor, role model in their life. I don't think anybody could say that any better. Yeah. No. And healthy children and healthy minds builds great communities. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And that's yeah. really what we're all about. Well, thank you, Brenda, Chandra, and Jacob, for your commitments to helping not only our teachers, but more importantly, our children to be better prepared for their futures and understanding that literacy is such a significant part of growth, not only academically, but socially. You know, what a great partnership you guys have forged. I can't wait to see it evolve and develop. And I really look forward to hearing more as the program gets a better foothold in our schools. And, and I hope, I'm sure that you'll share with us because I will update this through the website because people are going to be interested in knowing. It'd be wonderful to be able to say, Look at how many students we've moved from this to this or schools who are challenged and struggling with their proficiency from here to here simply because of the program. So thank you for That's being great. here. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you for having Thanks us. for having us. Thank you for listening to the Nonprofit Podcast Series. I hope you enjoyed the episode. If what you heard moved you, please reach out to that organization and do what you can to help. If you like and appreciate what we're doing to support local nonprofits, 
please give us a positive review, subscribe, and share. If you're a nonprofit with an interest in participating in an episode, you can reach us at info at multipointstrategies.com. The Nonprofit Podcast Network is a production of Multipoint Content Strategies and is recorded and edited by Hear Me Now Studio. Thank you.